Welcome to Healing Our Homes, episode 13. Today we have four of our co-hosts, Amanda, me, Ashley, Mal, and Fee. And we're going to just recap 2022 um, with the new year coming up. You know, everyone's kind of looking back and reflecting. And I feel like we as a podcast, as a brand, have a lot to reflect on and also just a lot to look forward to. So I'm excited for this episode to just kind of talk about it and just reflect on how far we've come as a group and as individuals. So thanks for listening. Um, Thanks for being here today. And let's get right into it. Um, I did want to say my big thing, I don't like New Year's resolutions. I'm just going to flat out say it. Like, you can start a new thing. You can start a new habit any time of the year, any day of the year whenever you want any day of the month people say oh start on the first of the month you could start on in the middle of the month like it does not matter so that's just how I'm going to start this out um and if you need help thinking of a new you know figuring out how to create a new habit in your life check out episode 10 that's one of my favorites right off the bat here um that's one of my favorites because I was literally reading a book about habits as you know during that time frame so anyways that's one of my favorites, but check it out if you want to learn how to make a new habit. I feel like I can totally relate to you on not necessarily liking uh, like New Year's resolutions. I have kind of like reframed that idea in my mind of what habits do I want to cut out for 2023 instead of what do I want to tackle? Like what I want to start fresh for this next year. So like, what do I want to stop and not necessarily like being harsh on myself or like anything like that just kind of setting goals um and not saying like this has to be done or anything just saying like I would like to do less complaining in 2023 and just kind of instead of like pushing myself in that way um just kind of reframing it on like how could I be better in general? I am a little sick and I just wanted to say that I love that mindset. Number one, Mal. And number two, I have just the fact that we are here approaching next February being a one year anniversary for this podcast. I will be the first to say that I feel like this podcast in and of itself has been a huge accomplishment for myself or for me over this past year in 2022. I have just seen myself share myself. And that is something that I think all of us can say in certain areas that it gets nerve wracking, you know, and it's not like in the year right now, our first season as we wrap up season one, it's not like anything crazy is going on just yet. but. I know we're going to look back at this and say, wow, we had no idea. And uh, I can't wait for that at this point. But at the same time, I'm reminding myself that I've got to remain present. I've got to remain present. So that's one of the big things that I am super, super looking forward to in 2023. And uh, looking back at 2022 as well, my favorite episode. Oh my gosh, my favorite episode. I was torn between one mind I can't remember what episode it was exactly but it's mindfulness and manifestation and I was also thinking of holding friends accountable I think that was one of the early episodes too and 
you guys, both of those things, I just feel like resonate so much with us as a podcast, with us all as friends, just the mindfulness and manifestation. One of the co-hosts that are not here today, her name is Taylor, and she is accomplishing some huge goals, and we're seeing it all happen in our personal Snapchat group. And as, you know, I only bring it up because we all were just speaking this into fruition as much as we could. There was a day I remember she came on and she said, you know, if you guys could just send a little hope for me I'm struggling to have a bit of hope right now and we were like oh we've got you I have all of the hope I have all of the belief and we were just from different states across the nation sending this positive energy to her and within the month the goal that she had had was accomplished and I was just absolutely dumbfounded by the power of the universe and the power of us and the power of mindfulness and manifestation and putting all of our collective energy towards something. I'm not going to tear up, I promise, but I was just so excited to see that happen. And it was almost like proof to me that we are doing something here. The Healing Our Homes podcast is really it's doing something and I if we could even impact one person, whether it's somebody in our friend group or somebody listening or watching that's the goal. And that's another goal for 2022. So that's why I loved, I just absolutely adored that mindfulness and manifestation episode. I actually went back and was listening to it just before we recorded today as we were thinking about what we were proud of in the past year. So I cannot wait for the next year. And I know I'm going to continue rambling eventually. So somebody else I'm sure has something to say, but I am just incredibly proud of us, period. I'm proud of us because... I don't know. It's like not necessarily something easy to do, I think. And not just like having the podcast and like that part, but just like being vulnerable isn't easy. And um, there's a woman that I follow on Instagram. She has like a very large following and she's like, yeah, I'd like kind of like to start a podcast this year, but like I'm nervous. And I was just like, she's nervous. Like that's wild to me. Like you would, I would not expect for someone like, I don't know, like someone like that is already sharing so much of her life. I'm just like, it's just funny to hear somebody else say that like they're also nervous about a podcast because like I was definitely nervous and then I remember Amanda was like hey we're gonna video it and then we'll just put it on YouTube and I was like what <laughs> we're gonna what and then I don't know just funny I can totally relate to like the vulnerability aspect um I feel like this year um along with the podcast and like my personal um life I have really I've really like navigated um, being very transparent um, as far as like my TikToks that I've been making. Like I've really just been like sharing my struggles and hoping that like me being so open about it will help others. Um, and so along with this podcast, um, I just feel like it's kind of it's kind of shown all of us that like how to how to have a safe space to be vulnerable and transparent with each other and. Um, I think that's like the most beautiful thing about this podcast that we created. Um, and it's literally just something that came out of thin air. Like anyone can start a podcast, anyone can do this and creating that safe space is just like so important. And um, I think that goes along with like my favorite episode, um, the reality of relationships, um, which also I feel like ties hand in hand with Amanda's favorite episode of holding friends accountable. Um, because we, to hold friends accountable, you have to kind of live in the same reality as them. You have to share the same rational basis. Um, so that's something that I talk a lot about in therapy too, is just like 
trying to find the middle ground and everyone everyone's perception of reality is just a little bit different. So being able to share that with other people and having that transparency is just an incredible thing for us to have. I agree. Um, it's, I don't know, something about being that vulnerable is definitely scary first and foremost, but like after you kind of get over that, I don't know. I just, I always like to be transparent because I'm very aware that like all of us, like we're all more, so much more alike than we think that we are. I feel like we all feel like we're so different. We're like, this is just like my struggle, which like not to take away anyone's like struggle or problems. I'm just saying like, there's going to be people out there that are in the same spot as you. And if it could, if I could just help one person, um, you know, with something that I struggle with so that they don't have to struggle so hard. Like, I wish that I would have had that, you know? And so that's my type of like, if I wish that I would have known something when I was younger, I'm like, I feel like I should share that because like, there are like a decent amount of people that follow me that are younger than me. And I don't know, life's just already hard enough as it is. So, um, feeling like you're alone in something just like makes it harder. <laughs> I feel like. Um, but I just, I'm going to share my top three because I couldn't really pick one. So, um, I think, uh, self-talk and self-love is really good because that was, um, something that I really started paying a lot more attention to, uh, in the last couple of years and just noticing like thoughts and stopping them or like asking myself, like where that thought came from, um, is so helpful because thoughts aren't facts. Like they feel so real and like definite, but like when you stop and you think down and you break down something, it's wild to like see where your like mind is like really coming from. So that was really important for me. And then the roles of routines, because that's something um, I've been getting a lot better about. Um, just not only like getting into a routine, but like not giving myself grace when I'm not, you know, and just kind of like remembering that this is, you know, lifelong essentially. And even if I take a break, you know, everything is going to be right there waiting for me when I come back. It's not a huge deal. So. Um, but honestly, I think my favorite episode might be the holiday episode just because, um, I was telling everyone like the holidays, I really did like when I was younger, like it was rough, like it was just very stressful. Like, and then I don't, for all types of reasons, like I was so young and I didn't really, I couldn't like buy anybody anything. And so that would just stress me out immediately, even though like, I'm sure my family did not expect for me to, um, and they knew, you know, where I was like at in like life, but like, it just, I don't know, showing up and having everybody be like, Hey, Merry Christmas. And like shower you in gifts. And like, you have like nothing to give was like super stressful. And then, um, people's just comments about different things. Um, mainly like food and like body comments, because that was just like a running theme as I was growing up is, I don't know, people just love to, and I think sometimes people are joking and like, which like, whatever, I, I would never, but like, I don't know, I've like learned not to take it so personal, but when I was younger, it's like that, that shit really hurt my feelings. Like that really affected me. We need to normalize non-physical compliments because honestly, those are the best. Like I love when someone compliments something that has nothing to do with my body or how I look. I totally agree there. Oh, I just love recapping everything that we've talked about because or like all of the episodes we've had, because I feel like so many of our episodes are super relatable. Like, I feel like our holiday episode is so relatable. Um, and that's because life is hard. Fee said it earlier, life is hard. And um, we all face challenges and they, they may all be different, um, but we are all struggling with something. And so I do, I just second what Mal said, what Fee said, um, that 
what everyone's been saying, just that I'm so grateful for this community and this platform that we have and that we created for ourselves. We, we did that shit. <laughs> and that gets into my favorite episode, which is giving ourselves credit. Um, I know I mentioned habits earlier. That was another one, but I think my number one favorite is giving ourselves credit because we did this. We made a platform to share our experiences and our the lessons that we've learned through those experiences. And um, I really do hope that we help people just not feel so alone. Um, I love that you mentioned that was your favorite episode because like right before you started speaking, I was writing down like just things in my head and a part of that was like showing ourselves grace, um, which is a part of giving ourselves credit because we have to we have to slow down sometimes. And um, I just think like us being so so laid back just kind of teaches others um, it's okay. Like it's okay to take a break. It's okay to rest. And um, I don't know. I just feel like I have seen that like through this podcast I've seen that make a positive impact on my personal life and like even others like my mom listens to like every episode that we do and then I hear her like say like I never thought about thinking of it in that way and just just being able to see that in action of people actually being impacted by our words um that's just it's so impactful not me literally tearing up that's I think my dad listens to every podcast episode too. So it just like makes my heart so warm. I totally agree. I just really hope we're, you know, and I, I know that we are like impacting people. So I'm proud of us. <laughs> I would just like to add on to the, I'm proud of us train because as we're sitting here, I'm thinking of all the things that we really have done. The Healing Our Homes brand is as of this year, more than just the podcast. We have released journals. We have released journals on Amazon. If you guys are interested, we have diaries that are lined notebooks, and we've also got a gratitude guide. So for those who are, again, interested, oh, if you're watching YouTube, Felicia's holding hers up right now. They are so cute. They are designed by yours truly, everyone here at the Healing Our Homes podcast. So we are just so appreciative of all of the support you've shown us through that. And through all of that, I will also mention if you're watching, you're going to see Miss Lola. We are grateful for our furry friends as well. I'm actually happy that she popped up because I was going to say my grateful for uh, right now was bullseye my english bulldog you guys i if you've been a part of the podcast since we began last february of 2022 i have always wanted an english bulldog and it's been my dream dog and as of i believe march sometime earlier this year we got him we got him and it still feels surreal he is just everything and more and I just am so grateful as well for you guys, because one thing I'll say I think that I've improved on in 2022 is my gratitude overall. And our little Snapchat group has a lot to do with that. We all, again, have this personal Snapchat group where we talk and keep up with each other all the time. If you are somebody who's in a group text, it's like a group text, but a Snapchat version. We use it so much more than our group text. So that being said, I feel like it's helped me share my gratitudes more often. And it's helped me see the small things there are to be grateful for in the large scheme. 
I don't think that I was taking enough time before 2022 and before I honestly made good friends and surrounded myself with good people uh, to express gratitude to the universe, to the world, to mother nature, just for everything now at the, now as we move forward, <laughs> not even waiting till 2023, starting today and yesterday, the past month or however long I've been saying thank you for the water I use to wash my face in the mornings. Thank you for the food that I'm about to consume before I consume it. Just all of these small moments that I really want to show appreciation for that I didn't before. And I, again, am just so grateful for everybody here listening and watching because you guys are a part of that. You're a part of that gratitude. I agree. Cause I was, when I was talking about earlier, just in general, like about being vulnerable and how like, that's like, obviously not easy at first, but <clears throat> just like anything else, it's like the more that you do it, you just kind of get, I don't know if you get used to it or if it just gets easier or what, but it's like, um, I'm thankful to be at a place where it is easier now. And I am very thankful that people even care to tune in to hear what I have to say. Are you kidding me? Like just thinking about that sometimes is funny. Like um, I was at work last week and I was like standing at the bar and uh, one of the girls that I work with, Katie, she's so sweet. She always listens to our episodes. Like she's just, she's will always, she'll text me or message me or whatever. And she's like, yeah, um, I haven't got to see a whole lot of Felicia lately. I'm hoping to catch up uh, when I listen to her podcast. And I started cracking up and I was like, oh my God, stop. And then uh, somebody was standing there and they're like, you have a podcast? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but it was just nice because honestly, support systems are so helpful. And yeah, this year wouldn't have been what it was without you guys. And also just without the podcast in general, like there were definitely a handful of times where I was like, am I like going to be able to just like mentally like, you know, and I was, I don't know, I've shown up for myself through a lot of shit this year. So I'm proud and I'm grateful. I also feel like, um, like the podcast has really, like the podcast and every one of these beautiful ladies have really like shown each other, I guess, and shown me like non-negotiables. Like we have talked about this in a couple episodes, like what we are willing to allow in our life and what kind of life we want for ourselves and how to build that life. Um, and I think that's that's so important too, is to really be able to establish that for yourself. Like what kind of things am I going to allow and what kind of things am I not going to allow? And being able to do that really just puts you on a clearer path to your healing journey. Um, and I just feel like that has been so helpful in my personal life. That's something like I work on a lot in therapy. Um, and so along with the podcast and my therapist, like just having different sources of holding me accountable um, has been very, very helpful for me. I love that Mel and it makes me feel so glad seeing you here again and if you guys have seen the last few episodes I think something that a reason I love the holding our friends accountable episode so much was we spoke so much about internet friends and how all of us for those who are listening maybe it's your first episode now uh hearing us this is a podcast formed by women who are completely across the country from each other. <laughs> so we are all in different states and somehow, some way, we are still finding a way to motivate and inspire and empower each other. And I think that alone is incredible. Like that is just 
so powerful. There's no other way to say it. I almost feel repetitive, but I would also like to say that being a friend who is willing to be held accountable says a lot as well. I think that a lot of people have guards up and I think that it's natural. And honestly, if you're one of these people who is kind of working, maybe you want to spend 2023 breaking that guard down so you can form genuine relationships or feel genuinely empowered by the people around you. Or heck, maybe you just need to up and change the people around you to feel empowered. Whatever it may be, we're just proud to be a part of that journey, period. <laughs> whether it's you guys hearing what we've shared through this podcast or whether it's something that you've seen outside of the podcast that's made you think, wow, I can heal. Like, I can take these steps. I I'm so proud of you for that because that means that you're already a step further than some people already are. Some people don't even want to take that guard down. They don't even see it as a problem. Whereas you're here, you're here, you're thinking forward, you're wanting to move forward and you're wanting to become a better person, better version of yourself. Like that's, that's something I'm so incredibly proud of every single one of the people I've surrounded myself with and all of you ladies. I mean, all of the co-hosts here and even the people who aren't here just we are also committed to ourselves and that empowers the people around us, not even in the gym, not even with like, oh, eating these snazzy, healthy foods, we, just the mentality, the mindset of it all. We know that things are going our way and we know how things will be. So we're just focusing on staying present, like I was saying in the beginning, and living life, attracting what is meant for us. I love that you just mentioned the word empowering because I just feel like that has been like the relevant theme throughout our whole episodes and our whole like podcast since we started and a big part of that I feel like um, something that's kind of touched on in like almost every episode is exploring our inner child and the role that that plays um, and it plays such a big role in all of our everyday lives and our dynamics and the people that we allow ourselves or allow access to ourselves. Um, so I think that's another big thing that just a big lesson that has kind of been like brought more to my attention through this podcast and through just the self-care journey that I've been on is why do I want this in my life? Who do I want in my life? Like really breaking down and thinking about who I am and further establishing my identity um, and not necessarily like chasing the best version of myself, but just saying like, I am, I'm a good person right now. I will be a good person in the future. Um, I just have some habits that I would like to work on. And I have, I want to explore, you know, think deeper and have the amount of self-awareness to be able to look back and be like, this is why I want this, or this is why I want that. And throughout all of our episodes, I just feel like it has brought more clarity to me and probably others um, as far as like just kind of thinking deeper. I love that so much. I just love everything you said. I, I think that's so important to recognize, like to appreciate where we are right now because we won't always be there. I won't always be this version of myself. So I need to appreciate her while I am here, while I am her. Um, and just, I love that Amanda's resolution or one thing that you're going to be working on is just being present. I totally agree. I think my biggest goal for, you know, the new year, which like I said, this can be any time. And that's why my goal is just to continue doing something that I'm already doing, which is 
you know, walking in alignment with my truest self as I, you know, change and adapt and become the woman that I am each, you know, each day that might change. So Um, I was just going to say, we were talking earlier about like the manifestation and all of that. And I'm probably never going to get this quote right. Um, But uh, there's, I I don't know even where it was. I don't know if it was in a book or if I was listening to something, Um, but I'll never forget them saying that your brain doesn't know the difference between um, manifestation, like you manifesting something and envisioning it and like as you and who the person you want to be in the life that you want to live and the difference between things that you've already accomplished. And I like heard that and I literally had to rewind it because I was like, what? And like, listen to it again. And I'm like, that's insane to me. Like, so, and I feel like that's why it works. I don't know. That's just wild. And energy is so real and it's just so important. Um, like I think we've all said to just kind of keep an eye on not only like your self thoughts and your self talk, but like who you have around you, how do they make you feel? You know, it's like, you shouldn't be hanging out with your best friends and coming home and feeling like, Oh my God, I need a break, you know? And it's like, and it's, everybody needs a break sometimes, but like, I don't know, there's just so many different like factors and people and environments that I feel like are just really taxing on your energy and your mental health. And it's like, the more you start to pay attention, it's like, (laughs) it's kind of like a catch 22. I don't know for me sometimes. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's great. But then also it's like, sometimes it's like me at work. I'm like, Oh, also I'm stuck here with these people. So uh, <laughs> I'm just going to have to make the best of it. But, um, but just being self-aware, I think is just really the first step in everything. Like, like Amanda said, there's so many people out there who are just like, this is how I am. And it's like, what a sad, I'm sorry, but what a sad way to live. Like that makes me sad when people are like, well, I just can't change. And I'm like, that's insane. Like, do you really believe that? I don't know. It's like, do you believe that? Or are you just saying that so that like, as an excuse so that you don't have to, like, I don't know, like, I just could never be me. (laughs) Along with what you were saying is I've really had to like teach myself is like, there are definitely some people that aren't the healthiest of individuals or aren't really necessarily seeking out healing that I still love and care about. I've just had to set these boundaries and not even necessarily like boundaries of like when I'm going to be around them or what what I'm going to allow like really just like emotional boundaries within myself of like nothing is ever as personal as it seems like these people are out here being they're not the best version of themselves and not even necessarily trying to seek out the best version of themselves so I can't sit here and take something personal whenever they don't they're not even able to see like the impact of their actions or of their words um so that's a big a big thing that I've really taught myself this year is like like I said nothing is ever as personal as it seems and it's such a hard truth to come to terms with um but I think me personally like this year has been a complete whirlwind for me um and I've been like navigating how to how to love an addict parent and that has been one of the hardest things I've had to do this year is being able to say like I really love this person I care about their well-being so much but sometimes they make me feel shitty and it's it's nothing personal they just are struggling and it's like along with giving yourself grace it's giving others grace and also standing firm and I'm confident in who I am and what I have to offer. And I will not let this person who doesn't even realize the impact of their actions, I will not let it affect me because I, 
I'm strong enough. Um, and so I, I feel like that is so, that is so crazy. Like <laughs> the whole year has just been so hard. And then being able to feel like, well, that has really taught me something as hard as it has been, has been kind of a grateful moment. That's so true because um, I've talked about this a lot of times. I don't know if ever on here, but just in general, like I will hurt my own feelings like a lot. And like, I will have to literally think about the situation and be like, okay, like, yes, I could be very offended or, you know, sad or whatever. And like, it's okay. Like, you know, cause it, it does, it's, you know, your feelings are hurt. That is valid. But like Mallory said, it's just like, you kind of just have to, or for me, take a step back and look at where those people are in their life. And like, you know, just kind of, and that's, and I just kind of thought about that. Like this person is literally barely hanging on. Like, I feel like I'm barely hanging on. No, this person is literally barely hanging on. So it's like, it's not really about me and it isn't at all. And just kind of realizing that, yeah, there's certain people that like, it's not like I've cut them out, but like definitely like less and less. Um, and I think one of the biggest things I've realized this year is that, I don't know, there's just been so many different times, like the holidays coming up and um, I can't think of like any other examples, but like, I just remember the holidays were coming up and um, we were talking about how things change, you know, like I'm an adult now, I have my own family, like typically I feel like um, in a family, like in an immediate family, you always see like one person's like side of the family more. I feel like that's just how it always is. Um, and so it's definitely like Brandon's family is like more like the, you know, more active and like we see them more and like that kind of like hurting my feelings. Um, but just kind of realizing that I can like determine how my relationships go. So, you know, if I put in like this year, I was just started thinking about it. Like my brothers, like I, my one brother lives like 30 minutes away and Spencer lives like closer to like an hour away. So, um, I'm just going to start getting together with them more. Like, and I, and I do miss my dad and I miss everybody else, but like, those are the people that like, I'm comfortable getting together with. Like, those are the people I really just don't want to miss out on. And, you know, we don't have to all get together as a family. So it's like, we were just talking about that. We have a group uh, chat the other day about how we were just going to start making plans because it's like, I just feel like life is going so fast. And I'm just like, I mean, some people, I don't know. Some people make you a priority and other people don't. And like, it sucks, but it's just like, I might as well spend my time and my energy with and like for the people who are like willing to do the same for me type of thing. So um, can I just address the amount of growth we've already heard for this year? Because holy shat, like Mal is talking about how she's learning how to not take things personally and going through one of the hardest experiences that a human being could go through. And then Felicia's talking about how she's taking an initiative to create and foster relationships that are that's new to her, like that action of reaching out in and of itself to create and foster a relationship. That is an action that is you breaking, I feel like, a generational cycle. Because I I feel like anybody's feelings would be hurt. I feel like it's super common too among so many families where some just grow distant from others and some people you feel like you want to reach out to and some people you don't. And I love the idea and the concept of reach out to who you're comfortable with. Don't force yourself to make it a big thing because I know, oh my gosh, uh, Ashley. Yes, Ashley mentioned this in one of the episodes recently. Um, the all-in mentality. 
it is it can be really toxic sometimes and it's so applicable to so many ideas in life so the all-in mentality isn't just a work concept where you're going all in at work it's not just you know a personal concept it could be a familial concept it's you don't have to invite every single person and give yourself a lot of anxiety you can just speak to who you want to speak to. And as somebody who has a couple of siblings that I grew up close to, I feel the exact same way. And honestly, I want to add that to my list of things to do, but it's also made me remember something I wanted to talk about that I've experienced in 2022 as well. Um, if you've been listening, I've mentioned it a couple times, but I have gone through some real kick in the ass career shifts in the past year. And at the ripe age of 22, it's things that I've not experienced before. And I had a lot of fear. I had a lot of just, I had a lot of adult experiences that I feel like my parents said it perfectly. My mom specifically said, I, this is a rite of passage, you know, this kind of stress, this kind of worry. And through our group, through our mindfulness, through our hope in ourselves, I was able to find my own hope, to give hope to others through my own stresses. And through it all, everything's worked out. And something I've learned in the past, like, three months or so is all of the stress that I've had every time. Wow. This must be something real because it's making me tear up. And I didn't even think about it like that. Uh, every time I've told myself, Amanda, it's all going to work out. It will all work out. What you need will come. It has come. It's actually come. And this is one of the first times I'm sitting back in the past and in, in, in reflecting, excuse me, on the past few months. And I've said that so much, you guys, I'm realizing that there are so many instances where I was like, stressed out and thinking oh man this and that and I told myself I acknowledged this stress is real anybody in this situation would feel stressed but it will work out and I can choose to believe it will work out to ease the stress because at the end of the day we all know and it's been proven that a really big killer out there is stress is just chronic stress so and I now that I've heard that and I know that stress physically affects my health I, you know, I tell myself I want to go to the gym, I do this and that, but managing your stress is such a genuine act of self-care. And I didn't realize that, especially as a very hyperactive person, a lot of times I would chalk my stress and anxiety up to hyperactivity. And I would get, you know, I'd be that person, I'd get so much done, I'd do this, I'd do the dishes, I would clean, I'd hyper clean the entire apartment, except for one thing that turned out to be the one thing I wanted to actually do that day you know so just alleviating that underlying feeling of stress I feel like is an act of self-care I just now started exploring and it took those scary career shifts to make me realize these things and to make me dig into what was making me so stressed because I realized before the career shifts that initiated so much fear I had the same level of stress and I was like what this doesn't make any sense. I'm supposed to be more stressed now and I'm coming to see that it's just consistent. So it genuinely taught me so much. And when I think about the past in 2022, I am just incredibly grateful again for this podcast. It feels so grounding. It feels like Mal said, like we've created this safe space 
for not only us, but for everyone listening, everyone watching, everyone commenting, everyone engaging with our social medias. All of those are safe spaces for each and every one of you. And please take advantage of every single one of them. Feel free. Um, we interact and engage as much as we can on there because we know that we're all just people. <laughs> we're all just people. And like, again, my parents said, human experience alone is a rite of passage. Whether it's scary, whether it's happy, whether it's sad, your human experience is exactly what we are here for, period. So it makes us people. So there's always something to be grateful and something to be learned from just your experiences in general. So I'm going to move forward with that too. I just want to say before I forget again, um, one of the biggest things I think that I also learned this year um, was I was just having like a lot of just like sadness about <clears throat> just random things. And I read this quote yesterday and maybe it's not a quote, maybe, maybe it's just like a, I'm just going to read it though. So actually there's a few grief. I have learned, this is my favorite is really just love. It's all the love you want to give, but cannot. All that unspent love gathers up in the corner of your eyes, the lump in your throat, and the hollow part of your chest. Grief is just love with no place to go. And then it says, what is grief if not love persevering? And, and when I turned to face grief, I saw it was just love in a heavy coat. Um, I don't know. I just, I sat with so much like, and I would always be like, I just feel sad. But then when I like really thought about it, I'm like, it's, that is what it is. Like, it's just like, it's just grief. And I think that we don't talk about like, we only talk about like, you lost a loved one or, you know, whatever, but it's like, that could be with anything. That's like losing friends. Leveling up is always going to be like grieving your old life. Even if it wasn't working for you, you know, because it's just what you knew and what you were doing for so long, even if they were unhealthy <laughs> coping mechanisms, a part of you is always going to feel, I think, just like kind of sad. I don't know. I feel like every time I come to like a new chapter, it's just, it's just weird. But um, I read that yesterday and I was like, that's so wild because I would have never said like, I'm experiencing so much grief. Like I couldn't even put like the label on it, which was wild. Um, but a book that I highly recommend, I think I'm actually going to rent it. And then when I can buy it, I'm going to buy it. It's called Atlas of the Heart uh, by Brene Brown. And she literally just like labels all different emotions. And it's just really wild because if I like, that's what I was reading. And I was like, that's when I first realized that I was like, holy shit. Like I, if somebody would have asked me, I would have never said that. That idea is so moving, to be honest. It literally, I was tearing up too. And partially because I had to sneeze, it wouldn't happen to my eyes. My eyes were already watering. And then I started kind of actually tearing up. And I was like, no, it's happening. Because it's so true. What you were saying of just like grieving the life that you've already experienced is something that, and Felicia, you've also mentioned, um, and I'm not a mother and I can't speak as a mother, but Felicia, you've also mentioned being a mom and creating Christmas magic for your kids just that feeling you know what it's like and it's I feel like adults we will always grieve that childhood feeling around these holidays uh whether it's you've just left for college or you've just moved out I think that that feeling of grief is so applicable to what we felt as kids that just can't be recreated. I mean, real life is real life. And I never understood that as a kid. I was like, I will still be so happy and enthusiastic about life, even when I pay bills, even when I'm doing these things. 
And it's true. That's so true. But that added responsibility, that added realism is what kind of takes away from, you know, what we knew as those young kids. So I've experienced that a lot when it comes to grieving the experience of Christmas as a child versus experiencing Christmas as an adult. And even New Year's too, New Year's as well, because something's just so different about sipping on a sparkling cider. But I know that I have to grieve. <laughs> I have to grieve that young girl sipping on that grape, non-alcoholic sparkling cider. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. It was so good. I will probably end up getting some from New Year's this year. Um, <laughs> but versus what I am in, in what I'm manifesting for us, honestly, which is something I wanted to talk about too, as we wrap things out, what I am really thinking of for the future, for the podcast and for our brand. I just think, I think about that. Honestly, I think about that more now and it's a little exciting than I think about what I am no longer experiencing. And that's a big shift for me because I was, I'm a big overthinker. I have lots of intrusive thoughts and having forced myself to be in front of the podcast, to be posting things for uh, just my own personal goals, et cetera, et cetera. That discipline, like I didn't want to do it some days, but I knew my future self would want to do that. You know, I know what she's going to do. So I've got to step up to the plate. Stepping forward means I'm stepping away from those memories and from that past. And that process of grieving is so natural. And I feel like I'm starting to think more and see more of our future. And so one thing I wanted to mention about the future for our podcast is instead of sipping that non-alcoholic champ or that non-alcoholic uh, sparkling cider, we're going to be sipping non-alcoholic, if you please, champagne. We're going to be shipping. We're going to be sipping champagne one day in a Healing Our Homes podcast studio. If not in the next two years, in the next three to five we are here for you guys, and I am here for us, honestly, as a collective community, and for the long run. I hope everyone knows that everyone feels that, and you guys know that we are committed to you guys and your healing just as much as we are committed to ours and our own healing and our personal friend group. Whenever we talk about our Snapchat group, this is the Healing Our Home Snapchat group. <laughs> Technically, this is the Spotify group. Think of yourselves as the besties and the group chat, you know, because this, that's how it feels for us too. We're coming to you guys and we are just, we are humans experiencing this life and moving forward as well as moving away from things all at the same time. It's crazy. It's chaotic. It's scary. It is pure emotion. As Felicia said last episode about the holidays, the holidays are just pure emotion. And so that being said, I hope you guys know that we are invested in you guys and we are proud to have you guys as followers, subscribers, however you're here. That feels like you've invested in us. If you've purchased any of our journals or our notebooks, then you have invested in supporting us. And that means so, so much. And I know that we are just going to continue to grow and to step up and level up as Felicia said so I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for what is now and what is to come because I know we're going to look back on this and it's just going to be mind-blowing so thank you all for just supporting us here in the very beginnings how crazy is that like it's cool to think that we are going to look back on this period knowing that that's going to be reality is 
it's exciting. It literally makes me giddy inside. That is how I feel like I'm making my inner child happy because I'm embracing what I want to do in the now, like in the present. Um, everyone has obviously said thank you. I think even I did earlier, but um, I really do mean that. Like, I am so grateful. And um, it's wild to see like people purchasing the journals that we like designed. Um, my brother actually uh, bought one um, as soon as they came out. He had one before I did. It was just so sweet. It just like made my whole day. Um, and yeah. I'm just thankful and I'm grateful and yeah, definitely feel free to um, use any of our platforms to share your thoughts and feedback. That's what I was going to say. Feedback is always amazing. Like I love to hear how we're doing something that you would do differently. You know, just it's always good to hear uh, people's thoughts. So I also agree. Um, I'm just grateful. Grateful as fuck. I have to just say that there. Um, I don't know how much I cuss in the podcast, to be honest. I feel like I try to censor myself, but I cuss in real life. So you know what? We are showing up raw and authentic. And so I'm just going to say I'm grateful as fuck for all of this, all of you guys, um, the people I surround myself with. And so I was going to say, yes, I also appreciate just all of the um, love on the journals, all of the love here, just um, you know, if you download our episodes, if you listen to them, if you rate them, if you review them, even if you just save them and you're like, I'll get to them later, I trust that you're going to get to it later. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Um, and we will continue to just show up on all of our platforms and be here as a safe space. And I second what everyone said, you know, um, always feel free to reach out to us. We that's why we're here. These are just raw conversations that we're having and sharing with the world. So thanks for joining us. <laughs> and I think that wraps up episode 13 of Healing Our Homes, um, wrapping up season one. Thanks, everybody. Yes, thank you. See you, guys. See you in 2023.